Welcome to episode 17 of Mooncast. This one, got Jack and Ryan with me. Hello. Hello. And we're discussing the first campaign game that we've just played for the Old Battle Lab. So the report will go up before this will. So uh, recommendation is you will, I'll give you a quick, we'll give, I'll do a quick summary of the game on this, but I do recommend watching the video first. Um, essentially how it went down, uh, Ryan was on one side with fairies, Jack was to the left of him with gnomes, and I was to the left of Jack with pirate goblins. Um, turn one, the goblins and the fairies were going at each other, um, chipping off wounds here and there. Mm. I think did you kill? I think you did kill Wasp in turn one eventually. No, they both got healed. Wasp and Fence were healed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Fry healed them both. It, and yeah. by the start of turn two, they'd only suffered one wound. Oh, okay, mm. yeah. so. Um, I, tried I, to kill I, think I'm, I think I might have done a turn to it then. Maybe we weren't turn four. No, we uh, can't, but no, because yeah. hadn't been. No, it's fine. So, in, anyway, in turn two, Wasp and Fencer died pretty quickly, basically. Yeah. And that kind of put a bit of a. Bit of a yeah, that stopped the. Got the um, fairies from really, really, yeah. Pretty fast. Silver Tongue and Boulder were on the, <laughs> the other side, and they looked safe. And <coughs> the pirates, all the pirates started to move up and pick up booster. They didn't interact with anywhere at all. <laughs> Uh, a bit more shimming around, Frey was trying to keep safe, the pirates was trying to climb onto their move stones, and then <coughs> I decided right at the end of the turn that I wanted to do something. Almost didn't, you just... Uh, I, I, I almost yeah. didn't do anything, I almost thought, no, I'm just going to leg it and keep my three moonstones. I thought, no, actually, El Capitano hasn't got any moonstones or anything, so I can, I can put him up there. So I moved him up to within range of Silverton yeah. to shoot his pistol. I thought, sod it, let's just shoot Silverton with a pistol, it'd be hilarious. One card, first one, green two, did three damage. Mm-hmm. Reloaded, fired again. With one card, got a green two. Big damage. I killed Silvertag. <laughs> the most unlikely activation, activation ever. Killed him. Like could, could, none of us could actually believe it happened. No. Ryan particularly couldn't believe it happened. I literally <laughs> yeah. started trying to calculate the odds. Of that. <laughs> yeah, it's about one in a hundred. Yeah, it's ridiculously difficult. Like yeah. yeah. So he, we basically just yeah he headshotted Silvertag and <laughs> just killed him. Mm. Um, which I but it kind of changed the game plan slightly because we originally. We we're almost going to end it's the game because yeah. we thought that we were all just going to get. I was going to get three. But I was going to get two. That was going to get two. We we're going to yeah. leave it because I killed him. C stick then went up and grabbed his moonstone. So I ended the game on four. Um, Ryan ended on one, one, and Jack ended on two. Yeah. I also had yeah. a card called the High Road, which meant that because I ended the game with more moonstones, um, I get plus one power. Yeah, which you would have got anyway. But still I would have got anyway. I only had three, well. but it meant yeah. I got more moonstones. So at the end of the game, I've got. Nine moonstones in my cash and one power. Ryan's got six and that's got six. Yes, because I spent a moonstone at the start to place an objective. Yeah. Which didn't really do a lot for me. Yeah. But. So, but both of I mean, all of us can now spend moonstones to get more power if we want to, but we're going to come back to that at the beginning of the next game so we can all mm. think, basically. Um, but it was a really interesting experience. One, because it's a three player game, which is always very different anyway. Yeah. As we saw with the fairies and the gnomes, you started next to each other. Yeah, it was like combat. Right on top of each other. Yeah, put all over one side, and the, whereas the goblins just. Because it became sort of an arms race. Once I think Wasp was near me, and I thought, well, I'll bet put someone there because there was a moonstone that I wanted to get. Mm. And then another character came, so then, and because no one's wanted to be together, I kind of waited way over that side. So I had no one near the goblins at all. Yeah. Same with fa- uh, fairies, really. Yeah, I mean, my intention was to get Wasp and. Fencer in close enough to take out another gimbal. Uh, um, yeah. Wasp was going to empower Fencer enough to take her out, but that unfortunately <coughs> didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think like I mean, looking at what both of you did, I don't think you did anything wrong, Ryan. No. In your in your what you were doing, I, the only thing I may have done differently is not put Silver Tongue on that side, going after that Moonstone. Mm. Um, I may have just put uh, let Boulder go for that, go for both of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, you may not have got really. there, so it's a tricky, uh, a tricky one because there was the two moonstones over there which you could have got, and you got it with Silverton. And if you'd been able to activate Silverton earlier, you could have legged it with him and wouldn't be able to shoot yeah. him. So, but you didn't know I was going to do that. You were <clears> trying to save Freya, trying to do other things, and um, no one expected Al Capitano to go and be able to kill. You, 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 no. you couldn't have predicted that. No one no. Could have predicted that. Um, I mean, you probably would have thought the worst that could happen is he might suffer a couple of wounds. Yeah, that's exactly. what I was thinking. Yeah, I think, well, that's fine. Well, at least he's done something and he's shot his pistol. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I literally did it. On, I literally did it on thinking. Oh, sod it! You never know. He might be able to kill him. Mm. And it is. Uh, it's his native ability to shoot twice is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. yeah the fact that he can shoot his pistol, reload, and shoot pistol again uh, is pretty mad. Which, um, yeah. Because he's yeah, can he do that for one turn. He? he can do it. He can do it every turn. Well, the next turn he wouldn't be. No, reloading. next turn he'd have to reload. Yeah, he'd have to reload first. Fire. And, work. and then he wouldn't be able to reload again. Actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's ability to do that. Unless you have Shabaroon who's given him energy, or yeah. C6 giving him energy, then, then he can. Um, but yeah, but in, going back, back to the beginning of the game, what's quite interesting right at the beginning is that we're able to use the new Event Agenda cards, which aren't available, so I apologise that most of you won't have seen them. But it's a whole huge set of Event Agenda cards now, mm. and what you do is, is you pick six events and six agendas, and you randomly get one of each. But within that, there's a whole set of about 15 that are campaign only. And they're very different. They're all yeah. about gaining power, taking power, objective markers that you can place. So it really changes the way the game plays. Yeah, because yeah. you're um, playing the game with, a, with an alternative motive almost, didn't you? Yeah. You kind of think, well, so for example, Jack, Jack pulled a card that said, um, if all your characters are dead at the end of the game. Get two power. Get two power. That's a lot. Which Jack seemed to then ignore. <laughs> I totally got... I didn't, wasn't thinking of that throughout the game. Like, it crossed my mind a couple of times, but I think I'd already got fixated on trying to take out Wasp and uh, Fencer. Well, you were trying, to, you were trying to pick up Moonstones. Which basically yeah. shouldn't have bothered doing. Yeah, I should have. It, it, actually, that was a kind of missed opportunity, I felt, the way I played it. Drawing that card, which I might not draw again, might never get again. I could have really used the opportunity to just go all out, just go crazy on the attacks, play like rubbish um, attacks to try and die. Because totally two, <laughs> two power is basically like yeah. getting six moonstones. Moon yeah. So that's definitely while also quite possibly turn. hampering your opponents getting them. Because you yeah. can go just go into combat with someone with Loki and just go just, just go attack, 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 attack. You yeah. might kill a couple of my people, which means I might not be getting moves, or yeah. may not be getting objectives, or may not be gaining things that I want, but you're still getting your objective because you want to die. Yeah. It's totally counterintuitive to just try and... Try I just and fell into the... Immediately fell into the no mindset of, like, uh, close ranks, try and manoeuvre, and... Um, um, just chip away and not suffer damage in return. I totally forgot, basically. Mm. Yeah. The card. Yeah, so, um... I, I kind of... Uh, did remember the card after I'd done quite a lot of damage and maybe killed the fairy or two and I thought well the goblin's so far away I'm not going to get that now so I'm you're not going to get to get, me to try and die I'm yeah. not going to lose enough people so it's too late so, so you must try and get the moonstone which yeah. did get at the end yeah um, but um, yeah it was um, it was a really interesting sort of and it's going to be it's gonna, I think it's going to be really fun playing the next few games as well because like, this is the first one so yeah. we, none of us had any power because yep. some of the cards you can get, you can take power from your opponent, or you can spend power to do stuff. We didn't mm. have any, so you couldn't do that. But there's, it's likely that probably all of us will start the next game with at least one power. I'll probably start it with two or three. Mm-hmm. You'll probably, I mean, if I were you guys, I'd spend at yeah, least. I'd, I'd probably hang on to three, one, yeah. but I'd probably spend to get one. Because mm. then, then you why start, would we hang on to three moonstones? Um, because there's ways of people taking power off you but not necessarily taking moonstones off you ah uh, I see so you might have to hang yeah, on to yeah, three yeah. I think unless we well, well, look, look at the cards yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I don't know all the new cards off my heart there yeah. might be some that means you can steal moonstones off them but I don't think there's a way of taking all the moonstone cash off them yeah I didn't see one that said anything about removing moonstones as I was looking through but yeah certainly remove all the power there's one the way you can, each you, other you can take power and stuff um so I think the next couple of games will be really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Also, because um, obviously in the next couple of games, we're recording this right before hopefully the Leshrock Kickstarter is going to be shipped out to me and me and Jack, so we'll have all the Leshrock characters. Because you backed the whole thing, didn't you? Yeah, I think I did, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll both have the complete full set. Oh, so awesome. Um, we are using the drafting rules in it, though, so none of us can take the same models. Yeah. Which um, thing makes sense as well. <coughs> yeah, it makes sense. I never like it. I mean, I mean, we've never played games friendly where we have the same model. I don't no, think. No, I, don't think um, I think in a tournament, apparently, we have, we have probably have this all played against. I don't uh, know why, Harry. I've only actually I've only played two tournaments. I've done Gradak on Gradak action. You have some Gradak on Gradak action before, yeah. But yeah, it makes sense because we're not doing a tournament now because we can have a bit. We'll be chatting about what we're doing and we'll conversing on the models we want to use and stuff. So yeah. 
but the, the other interesting thing is, we're, again, we're recording this probably the day before we're also about to get all the new pirates, which obviously we were using paper dolls for today, but the new humans, plus the goblin airship, plus bristlenose, which is coming out. So we're going to have a lot of new... Like, bristlenose is brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, better if you've got water features, which we don't have very many of on our terrain features. It might but... all go missing from the train box. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's really good with, like, fairies, because he just does... He's really tough and does brutal amounts of melee damage, yeah. which they don't necessarily... Well, Depends on what's been good in melee, but offer something a bit different to fairies. Um, I apologise for all the rattling on the background. For some reason, when my wife decides to clean, she decides to make a lot of noise doing it. Clean the whole house. <laughs> um, yeah, so the rest of the campaign will be at the moment, our plan is that we'll each play each other in a two player game and then it'll end on a three player. That's the plan at the moment, but again, like we might decide after we've all played each other once that we want to do it again if we're really enjoying it we can keep going for a bit longer um, I don't want to kind of let it go on too long because I actually need to give feedback to Tom about what we are, how we get well, on we before he releases the next book so yeah. it might be we just do the, just do the five and then we can always start another campaign when the book's released because this is, this is play testing the campaign system yeah um, but uh, just to add something else actually as well that when you play a campaign which, is, which I really like is you play as a wizard of Grommel. So in each game, you can play with a different troop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your individual characters don't get like upgraded or anything. It's, no. it's your power stash, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is Which quite is good, actually. Good. Yeah. It gives you an opportunity to play with other stuff if you kind of feel like you had a yeah. Yeah. Know, bad game because <laughs> of what you had. Yeah, um, it gives you the opportunity to switch over next time, now, which is yeah. quite fun. Try out different things <coughs> while they've been locked in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also thought just thought of another reason why you wouldn't spend all your moonstones. Yeah, because then you can buy objective markers. Uh, yes, that's so. That's when the other, another another feature of the yeah. campaign system, which is not in standard games, is you can spend moonstones at the beginning of the game to get an objective marker. I think you can spend as many as you want. Just one moonstone per objective. Per objective. Yeah. I don't think at the moment there's a limit how many you can spend. Objective markers, there's cards, there's agenda cards and event cards that interact with those objective markers. You can also pick them up, so there's a way of holding them. Um, for example, halfway through the game, you activate the card that every, is uh, a event card that all friendly models within six game plus one energy. Yeah. Which so could be really nice. It could be really nice. If, yeah. Like if you had like three or four people, mm. four people in there, suddenly all the plus one energy, so brutal. Um, yeah, you can sort of formulate a strategy off it, can't you? Really, you can kind yeah. of think right. Well, also yeah, you can go for objectives. And Cause, yeah, because the other thing you can do is you can, if you place like two or three objectives and you and you fill your event agenda cards with just objective stuff, you know you're going to get one. Yeah, you can just ignore the moonstones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can just think, oh, well, I might get a couple of moonstones. Great, but I'm not going to worry about getting the other five because mm. I'm looking for the. You can literally completely change the way you're playing the game. Yeah, yeah. And then right at the end of the game, <laughs> you can go. Well, actually, I had this one. Yeah. Time. <laughs> I suppose that's a way of essentially converting moonstones to power way more efficiently than selling them. Potentially, because you spend yes. a moonstone to get an objective, but then you turning that one into power. Yeah, you power. might turn that one into two power. One power yeah. that would normally cost three moonstones. So yeah, that's really um, good. so yeah, that could be that could be really interesting. Um, I mean, every game that I think every game one runs a standard scenario. I will always use seven moonstones. Seven moonstone, yeah. And then on the two player games, we're going to six. Aside. Yeah, on the two player games, we're going to six aside. Oh, yeah. And on the three players, we'll go to a five aside. In, in, in three player, you should do sort of, the recommendation is you play four aside, but we can have a big game with some mm-hmm. people, really. It's, it's fun. Um, so, do we think. What do you reckon? What troops do you reckon you want to use next? Oh, it's going to be different. I, I, want to, I want you to use a different one. Yeah. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun opportunity to use different ones. Well, yeah. yeah. It's going to be difficult to not try Leshable, isn't it? It is all difficult. I'd like to go Gnomes. Uh, because I always <laughs> seem to have such a problem. <laughs> Every time I've played against them in tournaments or anything else, I've just been yeah, absolutely yeah, destroyed. Very, very, um, <laughs> apart from the game in that first tournament that I ran, where you played against your friend. Yeah. That and you absolutely yeah. mulled him. Although he was very new to the game, and to be fair, he was a completely new. Yeah, yeah, he had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> I was cruel as well. <laughs> like, like, like taking candy from a bag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't um, particularly helpful. Sorry, Dad. If you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it will be hard not to use um, 
Dashkola. Um, I also, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, probably, I probably will do Dashkola. Because I think, for me, and this is very egotistical of me, it's going to be really hard for me in any game in the future not to take Brother Daniel. Not to take Brother Daniel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, same with Kevin. <laughs> not take me. Mm. And also, because Brother Daniel's dual faction. So you, I can take him in Commonwealth and Leshevon lists. Yeah. But you can only take Kavanagh take, take in Leshevon lists. Make, yeah. Justice, Which is still good. Justice for Kavanagh making Commonwealth. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 is actually also really good. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. He's, really, he's a really good. He's probably, he's probably the best all-rounder. Like he's not the best healer. No. He's not the best attacker. And he's not the best mover, but he's... Not the best. Well, uh, he can I'm, be I'm the thinking best. of his plant placard, not this other one. He can be the best mover. He can be. The, he can be. He can be the best mover, but it takes. It takes. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, so, <coughs> end is not. Can like move things around the board. End is not. Yeah. End is not. Really, end is not. It's got a range of like three x, so it's a random range. Mm. And, but you don't. It doesn't matter what card you get. It's, oh no! It's it's like a three. You have to get a three, right. something, and then you can move that model anywhere on the board within three inches of another model. Yeah, so you can teleport someone the other side of the board. Yeah, but his um, um, his other one is moving multiple models. It's pretty. Plant the placard is really well. good. Yeah, yeah, very much. I think you can move them all two inches. I think you move everyone within four inches, two inches, and then he can't move or step. Yeah, and obviously he's got Belding as well. That's one of the things I like about Vinstone because all the characters are so individual, and they've got they've all got pretty potent sort of individual spells you can kind of go right okay I'm going to use this guy and then that completely changes in your head how you're going to play the game and everything yeah, yeah. and then next time, next time you can kind of go right I'm going to swap him out for this guy which means that my strategy that I'd normally do is now pointless I, I'm going to do this instead sort of thing yeah. and that's quite fun especially with stuff like that where you kind of think right I can now teleport him across there so if I do that I can stop this and that, and that sort of thing and it's, it's really yeah. easy to kind of run away in your own mind about like kind of what you're going to do yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the different <clears throat> possibilities are like, almost endless yeah and yeah. Um, what's also like really what I really I mean I've said this a million times what's really good about Moonstone I've said about lots of things that are really good about it because it's, it's I think even though I'm, we're playing a lot more 40k and stuff now it's still my favourite game Moonstone is the amazing still my yeah. game still my favourite game still I absolutely love it actually we haven't played it for a while yeah so it's been a few, it's it's been been a few a, weeks probably a month now yeah. actually since we've actually played Moonstone and um I've uh, missed it. Actually, <laughs> you've really yeah. missed it. But what the, one of the things that I think is really great about it, which I haven't seen as much in other small skirmish games, is genuinely every character has equal worth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially with some of the tweaks made to some of the first lot of characters. Like Butterfingers was always really easy to drop, but now he's been made a lot better. Yeah, they've done a really good job of, of, of buffing, the, buffing uh, and balancing and buffing and balancing. Like yeah. Shabaroon was always like a guaranteed take. Now he's not yeah. quite as much because his, yeah, his gaining energy yeah. ability can be quite risky. And Seasick was always often guaranteed take because he was brutally good in melee and a really yeah. good support. Now he's not 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 near as good in melee. Yeah. Um, and other characters have been even out in different ways. Yeah, I think Bob it's Boris, for example. Boris has been yeah. Well, Boris wasn't released. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like it's he good has been to really, see that. he has been really well even now. Right? Um, I know other characters like some of the witches. You looked at them and thought. Mm. And then actually, it's been even that way. Yeah, I mean, for most listeners, you won't like know what's happened with some of these Leshbot characters because you haven't seen them. Well, you might see them on our, on our reports, mm-hmm. but um, on our playtest supports. But yeah, there is um, a pretty good balance to from considering this in the early stage still for a game. Yeah, but also considering that. So I mean, pretty well balanced. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> the game is really, really well balanced, mm. and you can see that in tournament play. And if, we, and if we if we look at all the tournaments that have been played, there's about six or seven have been played now. They've all been won. The only the only faction that hasn't won a tournament yet is no. Oh. Um, yes, it's not like one that race or. It's not one that's kind of raced ahead. Yeah. Race yeah. Like the first couple humans won. Yeah. Um, the one I went to, the Bristol one, goblins won. Um, humans have won about three or four actually. Um, and then obviously the one, the most recent one that I ran, I won with fairies. Um, <coughs> so I think there's, and I think Leshevold will be good in, in Portland mm. I, think, I think lots of things I think with all these other new things that are, new ones that are coming out there's a lot of like power plays available. we've done a, a podcast before about power plays and, and power troops and some of the things that you can do with them because 
with the first lot of models that came out, they were a lot of fun, but there wasn't as many synergies as there are now. Little characters that come out like Loki for gnomes, it adds a complete movement set that um, gnomes didn't have. Gnomes yeah. couldn't do a lot of movement shenanigans, but now he can move gnomes around. Mm. Um, and yeah. he's a rogue. So he could benefit from other rogues. And so yeah, like and has uh, got these um, sewer, sewer rats. Yeah, so... Add in Billy as well, you've got three gnomes with really good with movement, movement stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> um, and same with... Yeah, fairies gained. Um, well, actually, fairies have gained most recently significantly brutal arcane damage. Yeah, which they didn't actually have because although although we've used Diana for a while, um, she wasn't technically tournament available. Yeah, she can do a lot of brutal, brutal arcane damage. So can Foxglove and so can Birdonna. Mm. Um, did a fair bit, didn't she, with the, with the successful bluff? Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like, the way the way the tricksters changed is quite interesting. Yeah. It used to be that um, you could replay the ability for free and deal, and, and, deal and, and deal a new card. Yeah. And it was not once per turn, so it was really scary. Yeah. Now you gain, you just gain free energy. Mm. So More some, versatile. Yeah, yeah but yeah. there's some people who have got trickster that got once per turn abilities, so you then can't cast that ability again. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, um, yeah, but lots of understand cast coming out. And I'm looking forward to the rest of this campaign because it actually um, it's another way of playing Moonstone. Man. That's just that's just really good. Like we've been playing standard scenarios six v six for a long time, and then the yeah. tournaments made it a bit different because of the way you play a tournament. And we played a few scenarios, which is another way of playing it. And the mm. campaign is another way of playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it's another way to stop stop the game stagnating. Like oh, you know, if you've only got like ten models. Played against the same friend over and over again in a few. It's like, oh, thing a bit stagnant now. Well, play a campaign, but then the game completely changes. I think you can do that in a game where all the characters are well balanced. You don't have to kind of, you know, part of balancing it isn't that, oh, well, there's always war, for example. So that keeps the balance within that certain group or whatever. It doesn't matter what you've got on the field or anything because the balance is always there anyway. So that means that you can open it up to all these different game types and it just makes it really good fun. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, I mean, interestingly, in that, in that game, we mainly used the original lot of characters that you could <laughs> anyway, apart from the pirates, obviously, and you used... The Goblin Airship. I can say that you used Joanna and Loki. <laughs> The airship's fun. <laughs> the airship's fun. The, the airship. Yeah, the bomb thing's awesome. Yeah, we haven't really used the bombs. Uh, well, I think I've only used it <coughs> once or twice. Well, the thing is, it's not as good and against like humans. No. Because expect one damage against humans isn't as good because they've got like yeah. eight or nine health. Against fairies, it's absolutely horrific. And also, but it's it's especially good in a sort of three player game where you can start a lot closer that, because it's just right on top of your dropping yeah. bombs straight away. Exactly what I was about to say. Exactly. Because yeah. normally with the with the airship, the problem, the problem again with the, the airship against fairies is if they get in range to hit you or something, they're probably going to kill it. Yeah. Because they've got high damage, arcane damage attacks, and they're getting plus one card because it's plus one. Yeah. So they're often going to be drawing six, five, six cards with damaging, damaging attacks. It's got what six health? Oh, the, air, the airship, yeah, you know, it's got, it's got a lot more yeah. than that. Actually, yeah. I think it's got about it's got eight of them. Eight, 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 eight. Um, um, and also, speaking of gnomes uh, <coughs> using abilities, they, they don't normally when I use them. Mama Gimbal did damage with um, Mother's Wrath. Mother's Wrath, yeah. Again, yeah, that, because she's not so close. Because I normally do yeah. that first turn and she's not close <coughs> enough to. Uh, yeah, a couple of I've done. I did that. <laughs> I think the last game that we played, you end this night. By a Flavius fight, and then I did Mammoth Wrath and did two damage to him. Yeah, yeah, um, did, yeah. And then, but he did survive Raiders, didn't he? He sat there for ages. Um, yeah, it was kind of a strategy. I was kind of thinking, I oh, really I want to get some big, beefy person and just teleport straight to the middle of you lot. <laughs> yeah, which kind of worked. It did kind of work. It did, it did kind of stop me being able to do things for a bit. But, um, I think he died in the end. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he did die in the end, but he did have all the moments for attacking him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did. He did do quite a lot of damage. Like, I think yeah, at one I think point, like, actually, I went yeah. attacked him with like Joanna, and you hit me with like you did like did, like six damage. I was like, oh, yeah. So it was, so it was quite. You did, you, did, you did really well, actually. You did a lot better than I thought you were going to do. Because mm. because Fireflavors is one of those characters that sometimes he just does nothing at all and just dies. Yeah. 
and then he can be really survivable, which he was in that game. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, so next game, I don't think what next game would be. I can't remember what we. We, we haven't scheduled a particular one, I don't think. No, we haven't. But it'll, it'll be a two-player. Yeah. We're, we're gonna. I'll film. We'll film all of the campaign games. Nice. Um, and all up on the channel, so you'll be able to everyone will be able to see the whole, the whole thing. And I'll probably do either a video or a podcast at the end as well to talk about the, the, the end of it and how we how we all felt about it in the mm. Um I kind of want to spend some time now because we like going through all the events agenda cards. Yeah, really. Here. Yeah. Like properly thinking about what I could use. Exactly, because I, I left <laughs> my game. deck around here and I hadn't looked through it. Because I, so I haven't looked through it either. Well. Did, had you looked through them at all, Ryan? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. You know, I did look through them a little bit. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't know what objectives were, so I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah we didn't probably use objectives now. I think like, <clears> I, I would be surprised if people don't. This totally changes. Well, obviously, in the first game, it's a bit different anyway, because you haven't got power and stuff, but. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at these cards that use objectives and yeah, and thinking about the objective game that yeah. you could be doing instead. Yeah, but the only thing you've got to know about the objectives is that you buy them. One, you got to buy them, but then you've got to get cards to work with them. Yeah, yeah, you've got to draw that card. You might so if you might you... buy an objective and not get a card to use objective. Yeah, um, there are quite a lot of ones that have objectives. You, you probably could pull. There probably are six agenda cards that have objectives. Mm, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Um, and there are a few event ones as well, but there's, a, there's, there's an event one which I think you lose one power, but you draw three more agenda cards. Mm. <clears throat> you draw three agenda cards, so you draw three oh. more from your deck from of six. Your... Oh. So if you've stacked it with objective cards and you get that that event one, you do, you've then got four agenda cards that might all be to do with objectives. Well, all gaining like one, two power with your objectives you might be getting. That's nice. Yeah. Suddenly, your game plan, you just go, oh, sod the moonstones. <laughs> going after <Yeah>. objectives. <clears throat> yeah. But you can also get, I think there's event, I'm pretty sure, I wish I'd looked at the cards now before recording this, but I'm pretty sure there's event cards that can change enemy objectives into friendly ones. Right. Which is that's, really brutal. Because right. like they, they, they spend the money, it, yeah. they spend the money to put it down and then you turn it into yours, they can't <laughs> use it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure. That, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, should we have a look at some of these? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, Doring Falls is the one I had, which is <coughs> nice, plus one energy if you're within six inches of an objective marker. Yeah, so yeah, so I've got my good to go through some of that. Let me just quickly get the. Oh, the stacks as well, if you've got more than one objective. If you're within six inches of three, you gain plus three energy. Yeah, so if, you, wow. if you've done a lot. Because enemies can't interact with them, if you just put three down and move all your two bar. Yeah, in the middle. By, uh, by, by the beginning of turn. Well, even in the middle of a turn, suddenly everyone's getting plus one energy. Yeah. Okay, that's all the. So these are all the um, uh, campaign only uh, objectives. So I'm just talking out of the microphone. Just, just keep recording. So, Adoring Falls is an event one where you can immediately gain energy. <coughs> it's an event, it only happens once. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, there's an event called Malign Resurrection yeah, where. If a character is about to be slain, they're not slain. Instead, all restore all wounds and energy and place them anywhere on the board. <gasps> but at the end of the game, if no friendly characters are in possession of an objective marker, you lose two power. Oh, God. So it could have quite losing two power is quite brutal. Yeah, yeah. So it could have quite, but but you do save a character. Objectives you how you can't put within eighteen inches of your, your table edge. Table your table edge. Yeah. So it's what they can do is plug them. Okay. So the next card. Um, Another event one, we're going to go through all the event ones. It's called From Under Your Nose. Oh, you can look from your moonstone cache. Jeez. So your Whoa. opponent loses all okay. moonstones from a play after deployment. Your opponent loses all moonstones from their moonstone cache. And you add them to your... Why didn't I take that? Why didn't either of us take that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... You'd take that every time, wouldn't you? That. Unless you it, didn't have any. Because these... Uh, I looked at the whole deck and these were mixed in throughout. <coughs> I hadn't sorted them out in the right order. So I don't remember seeing that one. Wow. Must have got mixed in with the wrong That's bit. terrific. That's one you'd always put in. Unless you knew your opponent didn't have any moonstones in their moonstone cache. Yeah. Because if you spent all of it, like if I, because I've got, I've got nine moonstones, I'm probably going to spend six to get two more powers. So I only have three. Yeah. It's a lot though, isn't it? It's still a lot. Yeah. Um, Depends if you can, if you have, how many you make you lose power as well. Yeah, it's the thing, yeah. Well, it's, that's, that's the great thing about this campaign, isn't it? Yeah. It's different. 
Um, I'll, just, I'll just add actually before we go on to the next one that Ryan has actually just uh, had to go home because um, now 11 now and he lives he lives further away now oh, he's he? moved house okay. so yeah. Ryan's gone so if you're not hearing Ryan anymore it's, he's not just sitting in silence um, so next one is called Web of Lies he's another event it's just draw an additional agenda card nice just a free agenda yeah. card and when you hear some agenda <coughs> card to get to you'll realize that could actually be really useful um Next one, draw three. Oh, this is one I thought it was. This is draw three additional event cards. Uh, and actually, that could be brutal. You could end up getting Malign Resurrection from under your nose and Web of Lies, <laughs> which would be amazing. You lose a power. You lose a power, but it could end up being really good. You could get some really good stuff. Yeah. <coughs> um, miniature Magic, next one. Play before or after any action. Um, oh, so the short sight one. I mean immediately after you draw this card so you immediately play it and get three additional ones you didn't play it any time during the game you immediately oh, draw it so short immediately sight. after you're drawing this card so we're going back to short sight which is the one where you get three additional event cards it says play immediately after drawing so as soon as you've drawn it you play it and draw three more so you, oh, so you, so you, you then, you then end up with yeah. a hand of one, one agenda and three events wow it's really good I should have taken that I think, actually I think I did take that actually you could I think did we say you couldn't take it because you didn't have any power Oh yes, because you lose one power. power. I think we decided that you had to have because you lose. Because one otherwise, power. it seems too much. Yeah, I was really good in turning in the first game when you haven't got power. Yeah. Next um, one, sorry. Next called miniature magic. Play before or after an action. Place target friendly goblin or fairy you control in base contact with objective market. Nice. That's pretty good. Really if you're playing good. goblins or fairies, another good one. With hang on, with an objective market. So it doesn't have to be a friendly objective market. Obviously, you can't the, affect the enemy. But, but you can stop them harvesting them. and position them have, as well they have yeah. to harvest them so that's very good um, oh that's got a door in full oh, one of those door in full must be yours ah yes so yeah I, I must have kept it out must have put yeah. it somewhere random sorry yeah, yeah. next one this is quite fun it's called I love the name Tom's come up Tom comes up with if you Tom come up with all the names for these this one's called meddling kids <laughs> play before or after an, an action move an enemy objective marker 8 inches Ooh. <laughs> wow that could really mess up <laughs> I could really mess things up I'm excited about using these now. Yeah. I'm really excited. Now, now we've kind of had a go at playing a first campaign exactly. game. I think yeah. we're going to be playing it very differently next time. Exactly. Next one, change of plans. Play before and after an action. Place a new friendly objective marker anywhere on the board. Anywhere on, anywhere the, board. on the board. Just stick it next. Oh. Just stick it in your end of the next to your person. You've got it. Um, wow. Last. So we're only going to go through the campaign only objective. Yeah, we're not going to go through the other deck. We might do that another time. So the next one's called Double Cross. Play before and after an action. Pay one Moonstone from your Moonstone cash. Replace target enemy objective marker with a friendly one. That's the one that oh, I thought. Do you have to pay a moonstone, moonstone, but you do potentially screw up their plans. Yeah. Which is, like, which is the whole... I remember talking yeah. to Tom about this. We, had a, we were talking about the campaign about a while ago. The whole thing about the campaign is it's supposed to be scheming and conniving mm. and planning and then double crossing and screwing over your opponent. It's all about the plans, about the long game, the plans you can mess around with. And you can see this in all these events and agendas we'll get to in a moment, how it's about. It's not about that one game. It's about how you can mess up your opponent throughout the campaign. I love some of those. Yeah. You're all wizards trying to get on top, basically. Yeah. So those are all the event cards. We'll quickly go through the agendas. There's a lot more agendas, actually. Slippery, Slippery Squid. squid. Um, that's something you've had. Oh, but then you said not, uh, yeah. Yeah. we wouldn't. So when revealed, if friendly characters at the end of the game are in possession of less moonstones than your opponent's characters, gain plus one power. If your opponent did not place any objective markers, gain another additional power. Oh, and I think because we'd already said, oh, we're not placing objective markers. That yeah, we kind of yeah, messed around that little bit. You did place objective marker, but, <laughs> but yeah. That one. Next one. <coughs> Lambs to slaughter. So this is the one that um, I drew and just... And the more I think about it, the more horrendous it is, because I could have got two power in this card. So basically, you could, um, three, you could have got three. No, I couldn't because there weren't two objectives on the board. So if characters you control in possession of two or more objective markers, game plus one. There was only one objective on the board. Okay, so you couldn't get that one anyway, yeah, even if you'd... But you could have gone, because there's two parts of this power. one. Yeah. Or if all characters you control are slain, gain two. Yeah, and just obviously, that's a great card, I think, you really go all out. But I mean, it's difficult to get because but, 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 might but, catch but one of the things that yeah, because if you were going at health level, you're never. I'm sitting there thinking, well, I'm getting any moonstones. Yeah, he's almost trying to die. <laughs> he's probably going for lambs to slaughter. Yeah, so I'm not going to attack him. Yeah, you, so, there is still ways you so. can kill yourself. You can do 
catastrophes, for example, trying to finish yourself off, as it were. But because we all because we knew we know about the card, obviously, there's, there's, you, the possibility you might just not. not I think it. we did, yeah. Because well, I've mentioned, oh, we didn't know about that. But this one, we all knew about this one. We didn't know about it because we kind of all remembered it. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting one. Again, it's one of those things that yeah. if you've got it, it could completely change all the way you play the game. Well, it's got the double <coughs> thing. So even if you think that's a bit difficult to get the second part, you can potentially try and get two objective markers. Yeah. Which is then essentially potentially you spent two moves only gaining power. So that's, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, next one, brown nose. Again, <laughs> okay, lovely names. Reveal at any time. When reveal, choose another wizard. Gain one power. Chosen wizard gains two power. Wow. So yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. If you're like well ahead, and you want, and you've got, and there's someone at the bottom who's got like no power, and you think oh, shit, I might just, or or if you're relatively equal with one of the one, but one person's really far behind, you just want to get ahead of the one who's yeah exactly and yeah. yeah boost the one that's irrelevant yeah yeah that's an interesting one next one bravado revealed the before deployment play with one less character in your troop. <sighs> If friendly characters in possession of more moonstones than your opponent's characters at the end of the game, you gain plus two power. So it's like a it's like a wow. it's like a huge risk reward one. That one. Yeah. I looked at that one and thought, tempted. And actually, I probably could have. God, I probably yeah, could have won that, that one. one. Yeah. Because I probably could have done without. I don't know. I probably could have done it without maybe Swiggity or without Seastick, and probably could have still got three moonstones and definitely survived. Yeah. And I would have ended up with plus two power rather than plus one. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but I didn't draw the card actually I think I think I might have taken that but I didn't draw the card actually thinking about it next one is the high road which is the one I, I got at the end of, the, of our game uh, when revealed if friendly characters in possession of more moonstones than your opponent gain one power that's so a straightforward one and it, it allows you to play the game relatively pretty similar pretty much like you would play, normally yeah. play the game yeah the slightly differently in the three player possibly because in the three player you might still want to be going for four to get more yeah. I, I, I did actually get four but I was happy. I was before Alcatano did his amazing <laughs> piece of shooting. I was going to be happy sitting on three because I was pretty sure I was going to win what I wanted to win, which was this card. Yeah, at the game we've so, kind of played it perfectly for you up to that point. Anyway, because we've got two each. To be honest with you, you played it perfect for me. For me, anyway, at yeah. deployment. Yeah, when you deployed, I thought I'm going to get this card. Mm-hmm. And I was basically playing to get that card. So yeah. I could, I could have still charged towards you. I think something differently because I had that card I thought I'm going to get those three moonstones and I'm probably just going to yeah, win just keep away yeah and win in terms of get the one power I want and still get three moonstones so be on eight moonstones and have one power in, as it worked out I got nine but yeah but yeah <coughs> <coughs> I for the coffin. riding, riding on, on coattails reveal this card before deployment when revealed choose another wizard if that wizard wins their next game I guess it's the game you're playing the next game the next one. So you, so oh, if this wizard wins their next game, gain one power. If the the chosen wizard also gains one power, so and you may select a wizard whose game is already underway. However, you cannot choose a player that is currently winning after turn one. Yeah. This is before deployment yeah, anyway. Reveal this card before deployment. So, but you don't. You reveal the card. When reveal, choose, when reveal a, choose another wizard. If that wizard wins the next game. But I guess I know. I know why it says that. You could be playing two games simultaneously, oh, right. and I could be saying I'm revealing it during deployment. Your game might have already started. I see. But if you're currently winning turn one, I can't select you as it. That's what it means. Yeah. Because obviously I could do any. Because not so much for us because we're not going to be able to be in that situation. Yeah. But if you're playing campaign with twelve people or playing at the same time, you may think you may be looking over at the other boards and thinking actually he's play, playing with one less troop, so I want him to win. I think he's going to win. Yeah. Or I know he's really good at this game, playing a noob, <laughs> so I'm going to make him win. So yeah, <coughs> that could work. That could be quite interesting. It, it, it it's not going to work with us nope. because of the way we're playing the game. Although it could work with us. For example, um, if you thought I was going to win my next game against Ryan, which I'm not, I'm, I'm, I may or not, but if you thought that, that I might, you might play that and say, "I think Dan's going to win his next game." Gives you plus, it gives us both plus one power. Well, the other, the other possibility, of course, is if you know the next game is against you, you can forfeit the game. You could basically play to lose, but you're still going to gain one power. The chosen is against plus one power, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I could play this when I'm about to play you and say, I think you're going to win this game. 
and I could not go for I could not go for very many moons to let you win. I gain one power. Yeah, and I could I could basically like play a, I could then play a game where I just want to get two moonstones. They just get two moonstones and then leg it, so that I still get two moonstones. Okay. I gain one power. You, I mean, so when it says win the game, that's still based on who has the most moonstones. Yeah, so you could still be getting all sorts of other stuff from objectives as well. Yes, but then I've got this. I'll be playing this agenda, so I, won't, I haven't got an objective. I haven't got objective ones as well. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I couldn't. If I, if I picked that one, I wouldn't be drawing. I wouldn't be placing agendas. It's not agenda. another way to get more. more no. Then. Uh, right. <coughs> but it's an interesting one, anyway. It's an interesting thing. Is it like it's definitely really interesting if you're playing a big cafe and lots of people where you could just randomly pick another wizard and hope for the best. Yeah. If you draw it and there's three other games going, on, you think I don't think he's going to win. I'm going to pick him. Um, you also don't have to tell them. <laughs> yeah, no. Just, Although they want to win because they gain one power. Yeah, reveal this card to your opponent. You're not going to go and reveal it to everyone. So. No, but yeah. you probably would want to reveal it to the wizard. Because they get plus Because they get plus yeah. one power yeah. if they win. Then they are really going to try and win. <laughs> but it could be they've drawn the card that means if everyone dies, they get two power. And they're going to say to you, ah, no, I'm playing the card where I'm going to be playing the card where I'm going to die, so I won't win the game. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Next one, infiltrate. Reveal at any time. When revealed, for each friendly character that is in possession of an objective marker and is within eight inches of your table edge, opposite your deployment zone, gain plus one power. So, opposite so if you've got an objective marker and you've moved within eight inches of your opponents of your opposite, of only of your opposite deployment zone, not of your opposite table edge, it's only 18 inches away from the... So if I place, basically, if I place two objective markers... I've got two people who picked them up and they've legged it forward so I'm now within 18 inches of my opposite table edge. Yeah, opposite table, opposite the table edge. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just immediately gain two power. Oh. Yeah, for each friendly character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's potentially a... <coughs> potentially really good. Cool. Next one's called Lurk in Obscurity. Reveal at any time. Uh, when revealed, if you have a lower power than any other wizard, gain plus two power. Nice. Okay. Any other wizard, yeah. So that's really good for both of you. If you, if well, because yeah. I'm probably going to spend. I'll probably spend two, six moonstones to gain two power. So I'll have three. Yeah. If both of you, that'd be a really good card for both of you to take. Definitely. Never at any time. If um, characters you control, characters you control are in possession of two or more objective markers gain plus one power yeah, so if you revealed this when you had two objective markers and had less power than me you'd gain three power yeah that's nice. a really good one for both probably a really good one for both of you yeah, to take next game take that, yeah. or no, next game is two player but so you wouldn't do it if you were is any other wizard is any wizard yeah, so, even, yeah, so yeah even if, if you two are playing each other in the campaign yeah, yeah cool. awesome uh, right next one's called decoy the reveal coin. at the end of the game when revealed, if friendly characters in possession of five or, moon, five or more moonstones gain one power, if any moonstones that were spent to buy objective markers are returned to your moonstone cash. Oh, nice. And that doesn't even mean... That's separate. That's just separate. Yeah. You use that it, 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 it says when revealed, if friendly characters in possession of five or more moonstones gain one energy. Next section, any moonstones that were spent to buy objective markers are returned to your moonstone cash. Yeah, it reads that that's just that's that separate happens anyway. You don't, you don't have to have the five moonstones to get the ones back from yeah. the markers. Tom, when you listen to this, you <laughs> probably will correct me if I'm wrong on that one, but that's, why, that's how it reads. Um, but yeah, that's, that's another really interesting one. Because otherwise it would have to say, if this happens... It, 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 it would say, and any moonstones yeah. that were. It doesn't, because it hasn't got that. That's, yeah. that's how I would read it. Um, next one. The low road. Uh, when revealed, if friendly characters are in possession of three or more objective markers, gain plus two power. Yeah, that, yeah. So, so that's that's the one. If you pick that out, you'd you'd have to you'd have to spend a lot of energy on. But then also, the thing with that is, is that if you sat there and put three objective markers down, I'm going to know you got that card. Yeah. And I'm going to do something to try and stop you taking objective markers. I'm probably going to really ignore moonstones just so yeah. you can't get two power. It's, it's another bit of a risk reward one, isn't it? Especially if, especially if one your opponent's got the card that can flip your objective markers to enemy, and you haven't got it, suddenly that's useless. And also, I know you can put one of the objective <coughs> markers. I think there was one to put an objective marker in your deployment, wasn't there? Or put it anywhere. Yeah. But you still got to get two others, and they're like in the, you know, 
they know they can't be anywhere near your time. And it's revealed at the end of the game, not any time. So, yeah. Difficult one, but plus yeah. two power. Consolidate power, reveal at any time. When revealed, if you have four or more power, gain plus one power. Nice. If the characters you control are in possession of two or more objective markers, gain plus one power. Yeah, good. It's nice another way of just really parts, boosting yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like the fact they've got something got two parts. It's makes it really interesting. Yeah. Next one, which would riddle reveal at any time? When revealed, if friendly characters have suffered five or more catastrophes, this game gain plus one power. Oh right, yeah. So you could just go catastrophe. You could yeah. you could be playing catastrophes. So if you've got yeah. the, there's some catastrophes where it doesn't really matter. Tough as old boots. <laughs> well, yeah, that one. But also, I think Agatha's got one. She drops moonstones, she isn't holding any, you just play with oh. Um If yeah. friendly characters are in possession of two or more objective markers, also gain plus one. Yeah, nice. So, again, if you play that, another way of like virtually ignoring moonstones, I'm just going, Catastrophe, please, Catastrophe, please. <laughs> not so good again, not so good if you're using Gradic. No, <laughs> no, not, not really good. I think I did. <coughs> Actually, I was saying that, his, his card is, they don't suffer catastrophe effects. Doesn't mean you can't have a catastrophe. Nice. Yeah, yeah, don't suffer think, effects. Think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if that's true. So you can still play catastrophe. You, you can play catastrophes, your opponent probably wouldn't be playing them for you. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Bombastic. Reveal before deployment. When revealed, if you have eight or more power, gain plus one power. And draw an additional event card. Okay. So well, that's mm, I don't know if any of us will get to that. If any of us will ever get eight or more power. Alright, I suppose. I'll I'll start again I'll be starting this game with three. Yeah, just a way of getting an additional event, I guess. Because there is, you can get an additional event. Well, that's an event easy event. one. That, that, if you've got eight, you would take that definitely. Because you just, you meet, and there's an event card, you get an agenda. So. so there's a way of getting another agenda from an event card. And then you could get three more agendas. No, there's a way of getting, there was a way of getting three more agendas with an agenda card. There is a way of getting another, no. Yes, draw, draw a little agenda, agenda, agenda card, yeah. Card. And then there's a way of getting three more events. Three more events. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. God, that's interesting. Wow. It's funny. Like, I just took, took a thing about this a moment ago. Like, nine, none of us really had an opportunity to have a really good look at these cards no. before we actually played this game because we just hadn't enough time. Yeah. So we were being quite quick with our selection in our decks. But and actually, this podcast wasn't planned. We just, I just I suddenly thought actually it'd be nice to do a podcast on that game and have a bit of a chat about the campaign. And I, and I randomly thought, well, why don't we go to the the campaign? The gender cards, and having done it, that <laughs> gave me a lot to think about oh, so about much, what I yeah. want to do. I'm going to be uh, looking through my deck like pouring. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be looking yeah. through this deck like I look through my Shadespire deck. Yeah, <laughs> my, my Underworld deck, the yeah. same kind of way, although with a bit more understanding of the game. <laughs> <Because Yeah. laughs> I'm sure I get that game wrong all the time. <laughs> As anyone who's watched our reports probably thinks, yeah. why did that card for you? Yeah. Anyway. Next one, Faye's spitefulness revealed before deployment. When revealed, choose another wizard and they lose two lose power. Two power. Oh. So that's one. The that's the only one we've come across so far, which means you can make your wizard lose power. Yeah, they drop power. all their moonstones. They want to do that, and they lose two power as well. That's pretty. So you that's never pretty brutal. No. Troll fists. Any time when revealed, if you have higher power than any other wizard, gain two power. Ooh. If friendly counts in possession of two or more objective markers, gain plus one power. That's pretty brutal, yeah. So, so like, it's already in the lead. So, so I, so I could take that, for example, at the beginning of this game, because I'm going to start the next game with more power than you. Yeah. And I could just go play straight away and gain two more power, or I could try and get two objective markers and hope you don't gain power in the meantime. Yeah, I mean, just quickly through, Yeah, there's... Because there's, there's ways of gaining power. There's a few ways. So yeah. I, I'm sort of risking not getting it, basically. Or I'm risking trying to get the two objective markers and only getting one power. Yeah. But, because if I need well, yeah. So, interesting though. Yeah. Interesting. Sir Flashy Pants, reveal at any time. When revealed, if friendly characters are in possession of all available Ooh. moonstones, gain three power. Okay. That's a tough one. Yeah. But I quite like it as well. When I saw it, I thought, oh, it's really hard, but you might occasionally be like, yeah. oh. Like, if you were really low on power, if you were really far behind, you might think, well, I'm going to go for that. I've just got to just go ahead, just go and just really hope for the best. And just plough forward and try and get Moonstones and just... Because the other thing... Yeah. Yeah. That could be... It's... Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a... I don't know if I'd be putting that in there. Especially not if I used... Well, if I'm not using that. But if you were going to use gnomes, probably wouldn't want it. No, because they, 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 they like tend to hand together back. And they're back, not yeah. spread out and get more. But yeah, interesting one. Yeah. Back scratcher. 
so reveal at any time. When revealed, if friendly characters are in possession of one or more objective markers, gain plus one power. Nice, you only have to get one. Choose another wizard. They draw plus two event cards in their next game. Wow. Interesting. So, really good card for the last game. Yeah. Then, then there is no next game. Yeah. So, that's um, I like the one. Um, you it's only get one objective one. marker. Yeah. 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 Could potentially, because you so you could have the next the wizard if they do have next game with plus three event cards and then plus two to get five event cards. There is they could have one to get them plus three event cards. No, it's plus three agendas. Oh, agendas. There's one to get another another event. No, no, it's plus three events. Plus three. Yeah, those were these were agendas. Yeah. So you get plus two event cards. Oh yes, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an event to get plus two event cards. Plus three. Plus three events. So you could start the game with five five event cards. Oh my god. Oh, so, no, they draw. Hang on, they draw. No, yeah, they, they draw. draw two. They still have their hand of six. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, would, they draw two. It, it isn't. They make a hand. And they would have had to, in order to have that, they would have <coughs> had to spend one, draw the event, which gives them, makes them draw. So they would have all of them. Do have all, all six? Yeah, they would have all six. <laughs> if they, if they, if, if they, if, had if you got no, you, you'd have to get you'd have to get the event card, and then you could draw the three. Yeah, exactly. If they so you'd be drawing two more. So you'd be drawing half. You'd have a 50 50 chance of getting that one. Yeah. Yeah, fifty fifty chance of having all the event cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. So definitely last game. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> last game. Yeah, yeah. Or again, in a big campaign, you give it to us, and you're not playing next. Yeah. And you want to them to win, so you might be that. It might be that like. Let's say I'm I'm playing a game against you, and there's like three other games going on, and that wizard that I'm playing, I'm sitting next to. Um, I know that their next game is against my nearest opponent. I mean, this would work in our campaign because we you because next do game executive games where we're not playing so, uh, Yeah, like for example, yeah. um, let's say the next game is you and Ryan, and and you want you draw that. And you want to hope that someone beats me. Yeah. Because just another wizard, though, you'd have to make sure that it's Ryan's game against me. Yeah. You might give it to Ryan, so he might end up drawing six event cards against me. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm not going to, doesn't mean I wouldn't say beat him, but it's going to get a hell of a lot harder. Yeah. If he's got like hesitation, ninja reactions, <laughs> <laughs> Raptors recovery, all sorts of other stuff, it's going to be really hard. I think this is the last one. So oh, you've done that one. So, the last one gamble the silverware. Reveal this card before deployment. When revealed, lose one power. For each character you control that is in possession of one or more moonstone markers at the end of the game, objective markers in the game, game plus one power. Okay. That's because uh, how many objective markers are you really going to have? And then you lose a power anyway. So, even if you control three, you only get plus two power. Mm. And then you've got one. to control those. You, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah, that's probably the only one so far I've come across. I think because it's not really, I can't unless I've missed something. You're not going to have games where you've got like four objectives, unless I suppose at the end you could just buy loads. You could just you buy could, loads you could and buy you've that. got that. Then it, it's a limit to how many you can buy. I think so. So if you had like ten moves, you could put ten. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You could get loads of power that way. Let's forget that. You could. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of just thinking, oh, you're not going to have more than three have loads of objectives <laughs> you can put six down and <laughs> yeah. just go and go, go and ignore the moonstones completely because what's the point yeah and then you really go for those objectives and yeah. then that's what kind of each one uh, oh oh yeah you do have, you do, you do have to reveal it though so your opponent will know you've got it yeah so basically what it's going to end yeah. up being is a fight over your objectives they can't pick them which, up but they, they stop which, you getting them yeah which, which they can't dig up that's one thing but they can stop you but then it's making them do that rather than pick up moonstones. Ah, so well. is there a, a specification of the size of objectives? Because what we've seen... Yeah, they're 30 mil. They're 30, 30 mil, mil bases. So they're, they're a lot harder to stop the moonstones because if they're... You can't stop on them. And if you're the other side of it, you're not within an inch of the um, opponent. Yeah, because they're 30 mil bases yeah. wider than an inch. Yeah, so they have to... With the moon have to be around the side. moonstone, you can't... Yeah. So that's actually... Makes it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, that's all the event and agenda cards. Um, I can't really think of anything else to add. Um, I mean, t- to the game, yeah. you know, you, you, you started this podcast saying it's going to be about the game, it's ended up being a bit more broad, but that's okay. I, I, I mean, like I said, I just thought it'd be fun to just do a random yeah. podcast about the game and 
have a bit of chat about, about, about the campaign generally. And we'll definitely do a podcast at the end of the campaign mm. yeah. to discuss how the whole thing went. Um, but I'm really excited about it, actually. I am too, yeah. Um, I really, uh, really like these, these rules. As I said, like, I hadn't had much of a chance to look at them before, so it was a bit rushed at the start. But having properly looked through and knowing more, having played the game, mechanics of these. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely the objectives. Like we didn't really. I had looked into it briefly, but I didn't really look into it enough. Actually, at the time. Um, yeah. It's gonna, I'm going to be really, really thinking about the objectives. So you. So you got how many moonstones? Though you didn't spend any, obviously. So you've got nine five, moonstones. Nine moonstones now. So you, even if you buy three objectives, you've got I'm the same, same amount as you. of moonstones. I mean, right? Yeah. And I got one. I got one power. So what, yeah. what, what's probably more likely, what would probably be a better thing for me to do would be to, I don't know I'm telling you my plans, <laughs> but, and I might not do this of course, but what we're getting about, if I spent six, six moonstones to get two more power, and then spent the other three on objectives, so I've got no moonstones, therefore that card where you steal my moonstone cash is pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you've just got the one that you could potentially steal power, but you can't do anything about that. Yeah, I can't do anything about that. Because yeah. I can't get rid of my own power. There's the couple of couple of cards, but you can't you really power, yeah. you can't really get rid of your own power easily. So yeah. um, and you have to you'd have to draw the card, which is <coughs> a bit unlikely. So. Yeah, that's the thing you've got to factor in. Isn't it? It's only got one in six chance. You can't make a solid plan of what you're going to do. Planning on the fly, really. Yeah. Which, um, makes it really but you can plan, like, you can certainly plan, like, a deck with your, yeah. with your agenda oh, yeah, yeah. cards. You can plan an objective heavy deck. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, so when do you buy, you buy the objectives at your deployment, don't you? After the, you event, the, the events and agendas are the first thing you do. Yeah, and then you buy objectives during deployment. Yes. So you'll, you know what, you'll know what cards you have before you buy the objectives. Yeah, screwed over um, that. and you and you know what event the card you've got before the moonstone drop. Yeah. Um, I mean, the moonstone drop is you know you, you can manage it to make it quite even and things. That's not a huge issue, but um, the objective map is you get to choose the go. So, and yeah. if you're playing you're playing fairies, you can get to within your first moonstone deck in turn one quite easily. And I guess uh, okay, so you make a harvest action, so, so, so they are weakening for that. But it's only one harvest action you ever have to make to dig it up, isn't it? Yeah. But you, they still have to spend two, I suppose, because it's a harvest action. Yeah. Unless um, waspers put rage on them. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're all they're a lot easier to dig up. As far as I can tell, I'll check, double check the rules again. As far as I can tell, you don't suffer slow when you got one. No. It doesn't say yeah, that you suffer slow. Yeah. But I think quite good. I don't see why you would suffer slow. Objective is not a huge stone. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, But yeah, I think we'll we'll leave it there. We've actually gone on for almost an hour. Almost an hour. So that's quite good. Because I'm to say for another two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just babble on for another one minute. And actually, no, it's okay because the intro and outro music is about forty seconds. Oh yeah. So we 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 need to babble on for another long game. Just time stretch that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll put on. The rest of the report on, on the old battle apps and uh, along with everything else we're normally doing. Um, hope you're listening to that. I hope you hope it makes you want to play a campaign. I mean, obviously the rules aren't, aren't out yet. This is and this and I guess I'll add actually that although we've just gone through all those events and gender cards, they are in play testing. Mm, yeah. So that's so they could change. Yeah. And I don't think the whole campaign system will change. I think that's pretty, that's very sound to me. Yeah. The way you gain power and the way you can do things, the way you can interact with each other. But some of these event agendas might change before it comes out as a set. I like the uh, flexibility of it. Um, I've not played any other skirmish campaign, not even those, but I've not seen well, another one where it's so flexible in terms of you're not just upgrading your characters. Yeah, well, the only other one we've really played is Mordheim, isn't it? Mordheim, didn't we do? Well, there's Bushido, I know we didn't play a lot of that, but that's kind of. That's not a campaign. campaign. No, that's not a campaign okay, at all. That shows how much <laughs> it's been a quite a while. Right? We, only played a, we did only play a couple uh, of games. We haven't done a lot, but, but I've not seen one, one that's yeah so flexible as this, which is really nice. Yeah. 
we played one game at Warhammer to Sigma Skirmish. Oh, that's it. That was like it. We didn't go any further because it was <laughs> quite fucking rubbish. It was absolutely rubbish. It was far too simplistic. That was back in the old awful, bad days of Age of Sigma. Days, yeah. Imagine if they read it now. I think we were still well, things like just, twisted. We were still a little bit twisted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, War Cry seems a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it'd be fun to do. Oh, kill, kill Team. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but we never did it as a campaign. No, we, we, we don't think we, we need... played enough to do this campaign, but we talked about it. But also, the, the thing with those campaign games is you've got to use the same army. Exactly. That's the thing with, like, that's thing, that's, that's that's thing with more time. Like, like, you have to... Um, in more time, great. Oh, yeah. I love more time. Um, but you, I think the different thing I like about this is in more time, you have a really vested interest in your individual models. Yeah. Like, oh god, my leader might die. Oh no, wait, might die. Yeah. Whereas in this, it's like, oh, then he's dead, so what, I'll quit next time. I really like that different way of thinking about it because it would have been easy to just say, yeah, you, they get better and you want to protect them. Well, also, like the good thing with the way this one stuff. works is because you're not up. Firstly, it'd be really hard to put upgrades on Moonstone characters. Yeah. And also, if you're not careful and you notice it in more time, for example, is that you, if you're not careful, one person can really overpower pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if, we, if we look at our moves, or, if we look or at a dwarf our, gets, breaks their leg, falls out of the well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in our more, I'm sorry, this has got off topic a little bit, but in our, it's still better than most of the campaign. Like, in our Mordheim games, your Beastman Warband is absolutely ridiculous now. Oh, yeah. it's, um, it's all like, they're all like strength five, three attacks. Yeah, they're all absolutely <laughs> like, like, ridiculous. They're all absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And like, the, the, the uh, dwarves just got injured and never got any good upgrades. Yeah, and, 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 your, and, and your sisters of. <laughs> sisters of Bat. Sisters of Sigma. Sigma. Um, never did anything they, they, they got brutally destroyed their first game <laughs> second game they got even more brutally destroyed and most of them died <laughs> I think after the second game it was like I just have to buy start the warband again and they would, they would be better yeah they would yeah it, 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 it was better for you to retire the warband because you ended up with like three people literally I remember watching the video that you did and I think four of them died including your leader and your second Everyone died, and it was just like, and that's the thing. Where, I mean, you know, and that's more time, more times an older game. It's just the way. I'm not criticising more time. It's just good that this is different. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's not about the individual characters you're playing. And, it's about the way you build power and. And so it's more. It's to the idea that you're playing as the wizard hiring people, rather than yeah, or manipulating oh well, people, yeah. I'm, you're just some kind of yeah. controlling war bandit. Well, it's nice. It's like it's, like, it's like, nice that I'm not yeah. like well, I'm 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 this troop. I'm what Daniel. I'm this, this is the way they're going to play and every game they'll play the same treatment because yeah. actually that would get really boring yeah like if, it was, if it was a three of us let's say the three of us I'd chosen these goblin pirates you've chosen those gnomes and Brian had chosen those fairies every game against those ones you know exactly what they're bringing every time it's yeah, going exactly. to get dull the good thing with this one is and, the, and the, that's the difference with this one as well is that you can play a campaign of ten people and every time they play they're going to be a different treatment you can play a different person you don't know how well they do you might know how well they've done, but you don't know how they played last game. You don't know what cards they like to draw. You don't know what their deck's going to look like. Yeah. It's a really interesting way of doing it, a really varied way of doing it. Um, yeah, when it's released, I'll definitely sit up trying to run a campaign with more people. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of organisation. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Because like, we're, we're not a member, I'm not a member of a club that, that does it. Mm-hmm. It could be quite tricky. Um, so I think that I know there's a guy um, who's done that campaign with like 12 people. Yeah, you get people to really drop really down. Yeah, you need everyone to commit. Yeah. Like in like a 12-person one, you'd want to basically you'd, you'd run it so you'd each play you play each person once. That's eleven games. Yeah. But you know, if you're if you're in a group of gamers and you know you all play every single week, guaranteed every week at the same club, you mm-hmm. can say, right, for eleven weeks we're gonna play this. Get a couple of games in per night, you'd have it done. If you've got two yeah. games in per night, that might be quite tricky yeah. to be honest. Because by the time you've always set up and put things away, it's usually only one game a night, isn't it? Mm. Even one game a night, that's 11, 12 weeks at the most. I'm committed to, to playing that. But it's pretty exciting. I mean, we're yeah. just, you know, I'm excited about playing it. Like three of us playing five games. <laughs> and when you think playing that many games and how many moonstones you potentially get over the course of even five or six games, you're talking about a lot of objectives you could be putting down and yeah. a lot of power. Because at the moment, it's like, what, lose two power? Um, like, you've got you've got one power. You could potentially have three next game. 
when you've got six power. Or like, and, and, like the, and, the, and, the, and there's those cards where you steal their Moonstone cash. Oh, you're playing with somebody who's like really cautious. Like <laughs> or, like, or in their last game, they've got, they've got like seven Moonstone. You have to spend them. And you start the game and they've got like 12, and you go, I'm taking all 12. Your and then the next person plays the same card against you. Yeah, but, yeah, but they then play it back, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely leave it there after. Yeah, that's good. Um, thanks a lot for listening. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, again, don't know what the next one's going to be about. I'm really hoping, uh, we've talked about it before, I want to try and get Joe Parsons on. He's the guy who won the Bristol talk about Goblin. So we'll, I'll definitely get him on at some point. And we'll do it. Or we'll, me and you might just do one about the new models that are out when they've when yeah, got yeah, them. That'd be fun. Yeah, um, that's what we'll do for the next, next couple. And then we'll go from there. So thanks a lot for liching, listening. Liching. Liching. <laughs> listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>